Good evening, dandies. Welcome to Undetermined, the podcast. What's up, fellas? Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey, good to have you on. Finally. Yeah. This has not been an easy thing to work out for some reason. I guess. I don't know. Natural disasters, blackouts. (laughs) Forest fires. Yeah. Forest fires. Civil unrest, (laughs) I'm sure. Somewhere in there. Are we all here? Yeah, we're all here. We're all rolling. As long as Tony, are you there? Tony, are you there? Dude, I don't know. Yeah, there you are. There you are. Too soon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got to start the show off with like that. So we're all about technical difficulties. <laughs> yep. So we are talking to Tony and Kill, Forbidden Place Records. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Been trying to try and put that together. We had Tony on what a year ago, something like that. Yeah, it's been more than a year. Yeah, longer than a year. No, you were having like a snowstorm or something last time we talked. Yeah, I think. Yep, I think you're right because I know we talked about you know having Kale come on eventually. So it just it just took us a little while to get it to get it together. You know, you guys are busy too. A lot of, a lot of podcasts pumping out. Yeah, we've done a few since then. We have quite a few. Yeah, I mean, talking to Tony earlier, it's about because uh, he said, I don't think you've ha- ever had kill on. It's like, have we not? And uh, it's just getting so hard to keep track of, man, with your stuff. Yeah. Well, that's a good It is a good thing. But, you know, close to 200 episodes, it's like also. Holy, really? Well, I mean, I think we're at least 150 or so. Wow. Probably at least 100. Yeah. Are we? I don't know. We're over 100. Anyway, last time I checked, we had about 130, and that's been a little, it's been a minute that's ago. A ton. But some of that stuff's just like teaser and bumper content, too, so it's hard to say. But oh man, at least over 100. That's cool. The hardest, the hardest thing that I have an issue with is that I really want to like, I want to continuously stay in touch with guests and keep pimping their shit. It gets yeah. harder and harder, though, the more that you have. It does. It's like just even just saying hi or happy birthday to everybody that you know who's been on. It's like, you know, it's exactly. it's, it's a lot yeah. to keep up with. Well, I'm sure you get that a lot with your just your load with your label. You've got tons of artists. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. We can relate, man. Totally. Yeah, every band times four or five usually. Yeah. yeah. We try to have like a contact person in the band that sort of handles all the that's nice. Yeah. It's good when you can get it. Yeah. You couldn't deal with all those people. <laughs> all right. Oh, my God. That would be insane. It's still a lot of names to deal with. It is. You'll get a message from somebody and be like, wait a minute, who is that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, so hey it's Mike. You go to their profile and be like, oh, it's that? All right. All right. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. My wife gets annoyed with it. Like, I'll just get a random text from someone and she's like, is it another <laughs> guest? Yep. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, cool. And she'll be like, oh, Who's no, that? another one. Oh, God. <laughs> they play in what band? I've never heard of them. Just, you yeah. know, rolls around. Well, they're in France. It's a different time zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I love getting it. Hey, it's Mike. 
or you know, hey, it's Jim. It's like, yeah, yeah. Which one? Well, I mean, you're gonna have to specify. You guys had Dick Valentine on your show, yeah, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Kale, you know, we told you guys, hey, you know, we would like to work with Electric Six and everything, but. Kale went and saw Electric Six in debut. They literally played there like what a week ago, Kale. Oh yeah. Oh uh, no, like three weeks ago, I think. And then K- he was like, "Oh shit, you're Kale, okay, yeah." <laughs> so it's kind of funny that you guys. Yeah, I met the whole band. Told, told them I knew you guys and <laughs> talked to them a little bit about releasing something, and they were really nice. I've seen them many times. Cool. Yeah, they. He seemed when I threw that at him, he was like, "Yeah, cool, send them my way." Yep. Yeah, we we. Maybe a solo album or something, which would be really, really cool. Yeah, it would. I don't, we just, it's in passing. We don't know that for sure. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, they have a new album out on Cleopatra that just came out. Oh, they're, yeah, their last one, their latest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, this one's a new one. It's like a covers album. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I really like having him on. It's, yeah. It's entertaining. Oh, yeah, they're definitely entertaining to see live for sure. Yeah. He's got quite the stage presence. That high voltage video has 17 million views from the 90s. Yeah. That That's crazy. crazy. Video. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm. yeah, the light up, light up boobs and the crash. Right. <laughs> I'm sure Jack White had something to do with that. I uh, it seems like he's singing in that or something. He is. I, he is. I think. I mean, I I think that like through contractual obligations they can't you know like uh yeah they can't say that it's him or whatever well, it sounds like a woman though i mean it doesn't it, be- it doesn't really sound like him. yeah and especially when you associate the face with like the actress that's you know that's right. With the glasses. Yeah. Right. right but yeah i think that's him I, mean, I saw him live with the original band when that album came out and they oh, sounded yeah. exactly like the cd live yeah oh wow so, I mean, it's definitely him singing, I think. Is that that, like, down at McDonald's one where he's got, like, a centaur? No, that, that sounds like <laughs> a, a later album. Oh, uh, yeah, he's great, man. I, he's, I'm a big fan. I've seen those guys a couple times, too. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen him once or twice. Yeah, I was surprised, like, it was about a year later, and Matt's like, you know, we should have Dick back on. And I'm like, uh, I thought, oh, yeah, man, it was probably a one in a million shot that we even got him. He was just like, Oh yeah, totally remembered us. He's like, Oh yeah, I had a great time last time I was on the show. I'd love to come back and Yeah. And like you were talking to me, you remembered everything about the con you remember shit about the conversation I didn't remember. Oh yeah. And he's like I say, a busy guy, a very prolific guy. Oh yeah. Would, yeah. Yeah, he wrote some kind of books too or something recently. Yeah, yeah. some uh, yeah. pornographic uh, Yeah, some yeah. dirty like <laughs> erotic erotic fiction or something that he does. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, they were selling them there, and the names of all of them were hilarious. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. not a good example, but they were funny. I was like, oh, <laughs> I buy these? I don't even know. Do I buy one? I kind of want to read it. You know, the funny thing, it, like, I sent him a text, like, just to get him back on this last time, and I don't think initially he recognized who I was. And he was like, Why, well, hello, would you like to buy some erotic fiction? <laughs> you're like, <"Duh." laughs> you think your wife takes the late night calls are weird then you start reading about it <laughs> yeah Check this so out. i was looking at your phone and, you're not uh, going to any more concerts <laughs> <laughs> so it's looking at your phone and some guy named dick is asking you about dirty dicks <laughs> <laughs> 
Who's the Kraylin time? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. It's a work thing. It's a work thing, honey. (laughs) She wouldn't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Actually, I just looked it up. And I yeah, I just said, "Hey," and he was like, "Are you interested in buying any of my pornographic thriller audiobooks?" <laughs> if I buy more than one, do I get a discount? <laughs> I'm like pornographic sure. thriller audiobooks. Wow, he's doing audio. Oh, that was awesome. Holy uh, shit! I didn't know he had audio books. Yeah, we should get in on that. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! You need any wow. voiceovers? I've got at least two. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Guess. We can read one. I'm, 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 <laughs> please take a character. That that could be like the next Christmas special. That could be him reading an excerpt by a fire. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> narrated by Dick Valentine. Right. That would be awesome. But yeah, super cool guy. When I saw him, they came here to Columbia, and of course, the name of the band comes from there being like six guys in the band. Yeah, they played here at Mojo's, and I mean, man, the stage is about. Gosh, what what is that stage, Matt? It's not big. It's like a size of a prison cell, you know? Maybe, oh, yeah. How the shit are you guys going to all fit up there? He's like, oh, we've played smaller. <laughs> 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 we'll make it work. They sure enough did. Very cool. So so uh, but you, uh, you guys didn't really get a chance to talk business about uh, putting together a release? Oh, no, not really. Just, just a basic quick conversation. It was on a Tuesday night, so... Huh. I couldn't really hang out too long, but yeah, just talked about maybe a future release, maybe one of his solo projects. I gave him a card, and that was about that. Hey, you'd be surprised what he remembers, I think. Yeah, but he definitely remembered you guys when I mentioned him. He's like, oh, yeah, let's just on there. Oh, it's good to hear. The whole band is real nice. I totally forgot this one off my radar. Uh, his Which member of the band had the side project that did, like, sea shanties? Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. true? Um, wow. I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. He's got like a side project where they do like like dirty sea chanties. Wow. It's hilarious. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Limerick based or something. He said, yeah. I want to get back to that. I want to have them on. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. So how about actual projects? Yeah, you've got quite a bit of stuff going on. Yeah, you guys have been pumping it out too. Yeah, we have a ton of shit going on right now. We have a bunch of like albums and, and things like that coming out CDs, but we started a merch company too. Right on. Called Spider and Bat. Yeah. And uh, we're we're starting to kind of load that oh, place up with merch, you know, t-shirts and hoodies and all kinds of stuff. Nice. <laughs> and we're starting to work with um, just a bunch of talented artists that we know, and um, you know, we're we're trying to kind of match releases with you know apparel and stuff like that i mean i think that's what everybody's doing right now but right yeah we'll just make more styles available more colors more sizes yeah without us having to physically you know purchase runs of all this stuff (laughs) we have tons of artists so to have a shirt for every artist we'd have we'd have to have a warehouse and stock everything yeah just to house all this shit so this makes it quite a bit easier we don't have to yeah, warehouse it or ship it or yeah, any of that is pretty much made to order. So we're able to make more merchandise for more bands. Yeah, and more different things. Maybe just not one shirt, but a shirt, a sweatshirt, a, you know, a mug or a koozie, whatever you know. Right, nice. Yeah, we're trying to get wild with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love that shit. 
I love having like a hundred options when I'm looking at, you know, because yeah. I'm the guy who like, you know, I'll get the shirt, but then I'll get a patch and a sticker and a Frisbee, you know, you know. Or if somebody doesn't wear black shirts or something, you know, most people do, but there's that one guy that's like, fuck, I wish it in white. I'd buy it right now. Right. I tend to regret buying white just because I am not good at eating cleanly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's like interesting because, you know, you do these designs and stuff and you don't want to necessarily sell designs that you like because yeah. that's not what everybody likes you know so we're trying to right <laughs> figure that out yeah we even figured that out yeah i've seen your logo kind of morph through the you know yeah we're, we're starting like a thing we're just like anybody wants to send in their rendering we want to do like a wall i want to have a wall in like my studio of just different renderings of dandy mm-hmm. oh that's cool so what are you guys not in the same studio you're in different studios right Kind of like you guys, I'm in I'm in KC and John's in Columbia, Missouri. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. So we're a couple hours apart. You guys are right in the middle of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right between you. Yeah, because you're you're still in Iowa, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you're still in Denver, Tony. I'm right outside Denver. I'm I'm in Aurora. Okay. I'm, I'm in the suburb. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. we got a buddy who lives there. That area. I was actually visiting him when uh, they had like the big shooting for the Batman movie. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was like weird timing. Like everything got real weird. Oh, it really was in Denver right when we were there, and I was like, oh, "Wow, yeah, for sure." A bunch of people called me. I was like, "I wouldn't go to fucking Batman movie in the theater." Anyway, <laughs> you know, I was like, no, I'm not there, man. No, no. no. <laughs> Isn't it weird though that people do that? I mean, I, I in some instances I can see it, but all yeah. the marked safe shit and stuff and like Facebook, like you get, you get people call you yeah. from like you know, yeah. Are you okay? Well, you know, Denver's yeah. a big city, and you know, lots of shit happens here. <laughs> yeah. Right now, there's been such an influx of people, and home prices have gone through the roof. Oh, same here. There's a crazy homeless situation here. <clears throat> there's like a really crazy homeless situation where it's like you know heroin addicts and stuff like i see them every day huh it's pretty gnarly man it's like wow that's surprising especially with the uh the weather you know yeah yeah but you know they're here in the summer it's nice in the summer right you know in the winter you still see it but in the summer it seems to be more prevalent maybe they're going to california or right. the west coast you know from here transient i like to think that they all they have like they that stick with the hobo pouch on it, like a blanket, and they have all their stuff like with a stick and a blanket, like a hobo, and they just yeah. like jump on a train. And... I don't think yeah. people do that anymore. <laughs> a bindle bag and shit. Yeah, that surprised me. I, I, I've, I've known people like that. Yeah, like, yeah I spent a time in San Diego, then I went back to Denver. It's like, how can you afford to get yeah. to those places? You know, I, of course, I got a family and shit. I have to take all them with me. Yeah. I guess it's cheaper when you're. <laughs> doing it on your own. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll jump on the train. <laughs> you got to plan it out. Actually, want a bed? Right, hotel. <laughs> yeah, and air conditioning. Yeah, that's. <laughs> you could just have hay on one of those train cars because when I was a kid, all the movies they had hay of inside course. those train cars. Right, that's how it is. <laughs> of course, why wouldn't they have random hay? It's then? it's the most efficient way to sell hay, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's usually a horse like, and like ten dollars worth of hay packed into like what's probably five thousand dollars in shipping. You know, right? Um, into exactly. a train car that seems worth it. Sure. Nobody knows, and the hay industry is like, what the fuck? Why are we losing so much money? 
<laughs> this is deep. You got to have a crate you can hide behind, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a crate. Also a crate in there with you. It's light and easy and portable to carry. Crate that the oh real world bulls never look behind either, just for some reason. No, I look I at know, the hay, never do. With that one crate in the corner, they're like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, we check the whole train, but out there. Uh, it's also real easy to have conversations in those sure. things. They're not loud at all. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. no. <laughs> you got to talk to whoever's in there. Sometimes you pick the wrong train car. You're like, oh, fuck, it's him again. Well, you got to go where the oh, hay is. Wow. You got wow. To. <laughs> I can go in the other car. It's cold over there. They just need more. Hay. They see more. No hay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, man. I, I dig the shirts too. Just like on your merch and your, and your, like, I can't decide. I, I'm going to get one for sure. Oh, good. Um, at least. Cool. I, I love the fucking, I've always loved the tarantula logo, you know. Um, that's my jam. It's like oh, anything cool. like, black with like really bright colored logo like you know uh on the front okay cool yeah like and even something like that you know we could change the colors mm -hmm. now we could you know instead of having the tarantula orange like that we could change oh. that to a different color the words yeah. or yeah you know, we can play with some of these designs a little bit where before we could we were kind of stuck on mm -hmm. one you know yeah yeah yeah, because we switched over this made-to-order thing. You know, someone orders it, it's printed out the door. It goes, uh -huh. So we don't have to stock all of it. Our, our friend is a, a really nice printing facility, and he's we're working with him. FGC created. FGC. FGC, yeah. Our friend Matt. Yeah, he does really high-quality stuff, and... You know, he does some really badass, mm -hmm. badass stuff, and he'll he'll try to do anything. Like he's kind of ridiculous. Like, dude, this is a he does all yeah. those AMRAP reprint mm -hmm. shirts. Yeah, I invented mm -hmm. reptile stuff mm -hmm. and touch and go and skin graft and shit. He works with Guzzard Mule and yeah. all wow. kinds of stuff. Nice. All that cool nineties nineties noise rock and stuff. He works with all those guys. Cool. So. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, he's awesome. And I dig like the uh, the two like that. I just can't decide. You got like those those cool like fantasy kind of logos too and shit. Those are awesome. Oh, aren't those cool? This up and coming like artist named Caravan Caravan Stroom on Instagram. It's at Caravan Stroom. He's he contacted us and I was like, he's like, can I do some designs for you guys? I was like, sure, send mm -hmm. something over. And I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> so it's all it's like his. Custom art and yeah. stuff that he's drawn. And, uh, we're hoping to do a little more of that too with some other yeah, artists. Yeah. Expand the thing. We don't know if we're going to have them all do forbidden place shirts, but you know, maybe just some of their art with. We're kind of kind of toying with that idea. Yeah, I'm just talking to Fuzz McGee from uh, Spectrum Static. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. We love him. He's doing some individual art for all of his stuff. I think he was saying you guys have some more stuff maybe that you're working on getting out with him or them. Yeah, possibly in the future. Maybe a cassette. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Probably a CD for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But some of his art would be fun for for uh, t-shirts. Yeah, he's cool, man. He's He's kind of a... He's like the American uh, Ralph Sharschmidt. Really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of. If yeah. you guys know Ralph yeah. on Facebook, mm -hmm. Ralph's a good friend of ours. He's awesome, but you know he's always doing stuff for the scene and 
constantly giving shout outs to other bands. You yeah, know, Fuzz does all that. Fuzz does all that. He's and he's he's just such a nice fucking. No, dude he's genuine and just super like appreciative of anybody giving him any kind of like notice or anything like it, it makes you feel yeah, good. Yeah. like man you don't have to keep me thanking me i appreciate you already you're we're good, yeah. We're well, good. Yeah. Yeah. And, dude we we like we created the label knowing that our friends wanted to put out music and art mm. and different things and we we didn't really expect to have all these amazing genuine people come to us like you guys for sure you know all we met all these cool people that have become part of our sort of weird family are exactly yeah like that's that's like that's a huge thing instead of you know thinking about money or success or whatever if you look at it that way it's just very successful we feel really lucky i know know exactly what you mean would be awesome if the podcast were like a money maker for us but it's so much fucking fun man you get to meet some of the coolest people and connect people you know and i'm not like one of those you know hey, hey i'm a you know handshaker or whatever try and hook up people that way but I get it, right uh, right I, I, that shit makes me sick but like genuine people <laughs> like hey man you should talk to this guy right. that's yeah. a different thing and i love to do that yeah 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 man that's that's where we are we've we've met so many cool people you know like i mean just it comes to mind immediately is you know canny skiori mm-hmm. italian mm-hmm. noise rock guys you know we're the asteroid. I mean, these, these guys are, these guys are our homies, you know, they're, they're part of our, our group of weirdos on yeah. this planet <laughs> and to, to connect with that, you know, um, you know, like Daniel from candy story, Kale and I are eventually going to make our way over to Italy and we'll probably be staying with him and it's yeah, gonna be fucking yeah, amazing, yeah. you know, right on but everybody buy canny skiori records they are an amazing noise rock band from italy and they're awesome (laughs) it's like they are amazing yeah incredible live too as well ridiculous well i mean even talking to uh uh nathan calhoun it's like one of the things that we agreed on we just both appreciate the shit out of that you guys do is just not having any borders yeah, not having those barriers and it, it introduces so many people to so much new stuff. And, uh, you know, that's, that's all it takes is just one or two little degrees of separation. The next thing you know, you're uniting all sorts of people. It's like one of my biggest sources of pride is that, uh, you know, the dead hookup, um, with Jem and Jace and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys like, oh, that's, you know, like until I tell me and that, yeah, that just seems like a natural sure. match to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. That's what we thought when oh. we first heard him and started talking yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. Jim, he's just such a tenacious bastard. Yeah. Holy shit, man. He is on top of everything, dude. Like with his release, we were like, this guy is a fucking yeah. animal. You know, where it was like we couldn't really get annoyed with it because he just has a very specific way of doing things. And there's just that's something, you know, I appreciate about that being specific in, in your actions. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's one of our most unique CD jackets we ever did. You know, it's silk screened. It's numbered. I had to fold all these jackets, and they're really difficult to fold together without, uh-huh. you know, creasing them up. Then they had th- three stickers that had to be attached to the jacket in a particular uh-huh. order. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a pain in the ass, but, I mean, they look really nice. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was worth it, you know. 
No, I mean, you cannot say that those guys don't care. Right. Well, they fucking, they fucking I mean, rock. Every one of their albums is a handcrafted piece of art. Right. That's, yeah, they rock. And anybody that I've talked to that work with them is just like, they. Jim should be a millionaire. You know, he works so hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he, no, he doesn't ask yeah. for a whole lot in return. Yeah. And they've been at it for a while, too. So, I mean... Yeah, I'm sure they'll see a payoff at some point. Right. Yeah, when somebody like Conan Neutron tells you that that somebody's a hard worker, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy's at it all the time. It's cool. Is he the underground Jay Leno? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he kind of Conan Neutron, or is he the is he Conan maybe. the underground Conan? He's probably more than, more Conan than Jay Leno. Probably. Yeah, yeah probably. He's not a good guy. Jay Leno. I really like him a lot. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. He's always working at it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just tell by the quality of artists he works with. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, people love him too. Tell, it tells you enough right there. Yeah, he's he's helped us too. Just hook us up with some, you know, bands and just oh hey, check these guys out and we have they've always been amazing. And we also find too just bands that we have on or groups that were surprised so many people oh yeah i've worked with them oh yeah i know that guy and, and we didn't even know about a connection yeah you know see, see and this is what this is what i was talking about earlier with you know doing this for just just because you want to you want to do it and do something cool and bring in culture or what whatever your whatever your reason is you suddenly meet all these incredible people that you know just kind of blow your mind and shit i don't know yeah it's, it's great when the connections reach all over too. Yeah. yeah. You know, one one connection with one band, like you're saying, may lead to another connection with another that you never even thought of, you know, or have heard before. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. We get lots of references or people that'd be like, Oh, check out you know, that's one thing I love to ask is like, What are you listening to right now? Usually in my mm-hmm. little emails right. before we have somebody on, what are you listening to? Yep. Yeah, people always ask that, and it's like, um, <laughs> where do I start? Do you got right, an hour? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what have I listened to today? Um, <laughs> but what an awesome, you know, problem to have. A lot of people don't have that problem. Like they don't realize how much really good shit is out there right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can't keep up with it all. Oh, I can't. I mean, it's rough, and I have a gigantic record collection and CD collection too. So to listen to the the old stuff too that you like, still, you know, you try to mix in some old with some new, and you know, we got people sending us possible albums to release in the future that we got to listen to and critique them, and you know, the new stuff we're putting out. Obviously, we like because we only really put out stuff we really like. So a lot of that stuff's on heavy rotation and. Yeah, for you guys, it's a lot of R and D too. I mean, it's just you know what you're doing here. You know, it's well, for yeah, exactly. Fun job, but a job. We get a lot of submissions that we have to go through and then listen separately, and then get back together and say, "All right, well, what do you think?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we can only realistically release so many things. I mean, we get a little carried away packing stuff in, and you know, put a little too much stress on ourselves, but. <laughs> You know, we want to release everything, but yeah, there's only true. so many, so many dollars right. in the kitty. Right, that's true. Is it still working out okay for you guys being, you know, a state or two apart? And yeah, we we've got that we've got that sort of dialed in. Okay, 
Kiel sort of maintains all of our, our stock and our little warehouse and all that. And then we both kind of, you know, mm-hmm. just do our thing. And we talk all the time, constantly. So it's, it's, it's not bad. It'd probably be better if we lived closer, which that's, that's something, you know, we've been kind of considering here. Yeah. Um, maybe for next year or something. Me moving a little closer. I'm guessing Iowa's a little cheaper than Denver is right now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty spendy out here. Traffic is a little difficult, you know. Traffic has become like way yeah. too much. So that's yeah. that's my main issue is traffic. It's you know Traffic is a breeze here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's always funny. I mean, I'll get out to Colorado every once in a while. I'll go to like uh, Rocky Mountain National Park or whatever, and it's like, yeah. oh, this is how many hours it's going to take. And it's like looking at seven a.m. like bullshit. Yeah, um, to get yeah. up to get up to RMNP. I mean, add three hours easily. You know, to get up. and that's if there's no accident, right? Or yeah, any other kind of horseshit. That's true. Right. That's just like summertime tourist traffic. It's all you know, and you could still be pulled yeah. over. You know, by the side of the road. Then he had snow to that mix. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I've never been there in the snow. Oh, it sounds so yeah. bad. You kind of want a truck, though. You, the truck is handy to have, so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, four-wheel drive is necessary here, so. We, we had some pretty serious blizzards this last winter. I won't, I won't lie. We had shit. I think we got, like, 16 inches of snow, some blizzard. Man. It was nuts. I had to shovel my balcony. <laughs> like, it was crazy. I was yeah. like, holy shit. That was so, an awful job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 16 inches of snow and it's blowing around. It was, it was, it was crazy. Mm. My wife's got a cousin who lives in like Granby or did live in Granby and they used to send us pictures of them like shoveling their roof, you know. Granby. I think I, they love- it's right. Yeah. It's right outside of Grand Lake on the way up there. It's like just to keep the roof from collapsing. Yeah. From the amount of snow that they've had, you know, they're right at the base of the park, though. So, yeah, they probably get hit with it almost every day in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. And winter starts early. Early. It does. Oh, yeah. It goes late. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. You guys were saying, uh, you you asked me, we, we talked a little before the show, and you said, what's a crazy story, you know? Yeah. And I mean, sure, people would believe it, but it was funny because when you said that right away, I thought about, <laughs> Should we tell this story, Kale? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. Let me let me pose the question. Okay. All right. You know, because I hear stories, uh, uh, you know, in different podcasts, things like that. But it's like it, I always want to ask somebody and rarely get around to asking them, okay, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you that, that well, it doesn't even have to be the craziest thing, but what's something that's happened to you that nobody would believe whatsoever if it wasn't for the fact that somebody could corroborate the story or that you have proof that it happened. Yeah, well. You know, sometimes we stumble into those, but we rarely just ask the question flat out. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what's the story here? Oh, well, I don't, Kale, like I said, should we should we tell this story? Is this, I know it's a family show. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kids, cover your ears. <laughs> it's not dirty literature, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Kale and I, we, uh, we we exper- let's say we experimented with psychedelic drugs for a little while in our lives. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we we went and uh, our our friend had some acid, so we went and got some acid from this guy, and mm-hmm. it was Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. 
Absolutely. It was like their legs. I remember the hits for their legs. It was Beavis and Butthead's legs. Oh, oh. So the okay. other tabs. So, yeah. Pictures of, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was like pieces of their body. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you had a leg. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Piece of the shoe. Right. So we took it, but like it really didn't kick in for two hours. And then we saw this, we went to this kind of like a little Indian burial ground place, kind of a nas- national park or some kind of a little park. Yeah, it's called Four Mounds. Four Mounds, is that what it was? Yeah. So anyways, we went there and, uh, you know, we didn't really feel anything for a while. And then we could kind of see these weird blue lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trees, you remember that, Cal? Yeah. And uh, we were like, okay, you know, we're, we're totally tripping now. And we went over to like my car mm-hmm. Uh, which was like a crazy van, the Foxfire 2, Kale. I don't need to even tell you that. <laughs> it had a fox painted on the side. Nice. And it was called the Foxfire 2. It was like somebody, somebody's custom van that he had bought. That's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, Kale and I, Team Foxfire, we like, for some reason, we're like, okay, cool. The wheels look like they're totally melted to the ground. Yeah, he jumped in. I'm like, let's go. And he's like, I, I can't. can't. <laughs> I am too melted. The tires are not melted. Let's go. Because <laughs> what he left out is, is that up there, they have a big building where they have a retreat. Mm-hmm. And usually the place is empty because there's only one, like, caretaker's house, and there's a building for retreats. Then there's these scenic overlooks that overlook the Mississippi River and stuff. Nice. So we were up there at first. We didn't see any people. Right. And then once it started kicking in, all of a sudden this retreat of people started spilling out of this building coming towards us. And we were like, oh, fuck, we got to get out of here. (laughs) So we jumped in the van. I'm like, let's go. There's people coming. What the fuck? (laughs) The tires are melting. (laughs) Which they look totally. But it was weird because we started driving out of there. And, Mm -hmm. like, we couldn't really tell what the road was or what the horizon line was. (laughs) Do you remember that, Kale? And Kale was hanging out yeah. one window. I know, kids, I would not try this at home, but we could not no. tell where the road and the grass were. Like, where they. So, anyways. Right. Decided, so, naturally, where do we go next? The cemetery. Yeah, that's right, the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet. We have several gigantic cemeteries. I mean, this one's probably, yeah. I don't know, 100 acres. Mm. Yeah. And the back part of it overlooks the Mississippi off a huge high bluff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's massive. We just wandered around in there for quite quite yeah, some but time. The, the weird thing was we walked in there and there's a giant mausoleum kind of looking thing or like where people are, you know, stored there in the wall. And like we could see all these. <sighs> do you remember all those shadows and shit we saw, Kale? Like all those weird. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of creepy statues. Arms and, and shit shooting out of that. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. <laughs> It was scary as hell. We were like, we're not going anywhere near there. So we walked around there. We decided, oh, let's just go deep into the cemetery. That'll be better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what could go wrong? And then actually we saw other kids yeah. walking through at one point. That was mm-hmm. weird. We were like, is that other people? We're like, no, there can't be other people. There's no fucking But they way. were tripping too, if they even existed. <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't much talk either. We were trying to each look at each other like, he's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that was true. I remember that. We were like, like, I don't think they're there. <laughs> well, the fact that you were having the same hallucination is kind of possibly telling. 
should tell you something. Yeah, it, it was a long, long evening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe we went somewhere else. We, we ended up, I think we ended up at Eagle Point Park. That's what I was going to say. Eagle Point, I've been there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Another bluff overlooking the river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Kale, Kale was doing all these high kicks, and he was, like, into karate or something. <laughs> huh? And he was doing, like, these super high kicks in the air, jumping off these benches. Like, look how high I can put my leg, Tony. I was like, wow. <laughs> and, then, and then there were, like, these two people, like, making out on one of the benches. And Kale went up to, like, jump off that bench. And they were there. He's like, Tony, look, there's people. And he was, like, pointing right in their face. And they're like, what are you on? <laughs> nice. Oh my god! Wow. Did you guys end up at White Castle? Is that how it ended? No, up? no, I, I don't remember no. the ending of the night. But my god, that was like that was a wild night. That's awesome. But I just thought that question was funny because I was like, oh, that's perfect because that that is like my number one night of taking you know that kind of stuff. I guess yeah. we were young. We were only like nineteen, twenty. Well, I don't even know if we were that old. Yeah, I think that was still in high school. Yeah, I think we were in high school. The Foxfire, we didn't have that. No, Foxfire, we were like 20. I think that I think that one dude rolled that fucker when I was on Dead Tour, so that would have been that would have been after high school then, I guess. You're talking about Pat <laughs> that rolled the <laughs> yeah. Foxfire and crushed it. He, my oh, friend, no. I wrote to him, he got drunk and he, the Foxfire, he crushed it. Oh! Yeah, mm. there has not been a Foxfire 3, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no. <laughs> Someday. One day. Yeah, we got to bring that back. Uh, speaking of a hallucinogen story, and I think it's, uh, I think like, uh, especially just like purchasing them. And I was young. I remember I was uh, traveling with some friends once and uh, we lived in kind of a shitty neighborhood in Springfield, Missouri, and got a hold of some LSD, took some LSD, and decided later that night that like we were going to go for a walk. Okay. And uh, so we're walking up and down the street. And as we're walking up and down the street, it's like we look over at one house and one house has got like a living room light that's being switched on and off really, really fast. <laughs> and then we look over at another house and there's a glow stick being twirled like in a window. And, you know, Saturday night, college town. But we were just <laughs> laughing incessantly at the fact that so many people around here must have been tripping the same. It, it was. It had to be that like a shipment came in. Oh, you know? Right. Right. The streets rolled in. Yeah. There's a fat kid eating chips and it's really loud. <laughs> I, Can you hear that? But it's like it's funny. Just all this evidence of like people who are trying to be cool and be inside, right. you know, and like not disturbed. Uh, but it's like we must have easily seen like five or six houses. Like everybody in that house is on something right now. The worst thing was having to go into a gas station. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those fluorescent lights. Yeah, the and fucking the, nightmare. Uh, uh, yeah, the yeah. fluorescent lights. You're like, hey, drop hey, and change. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much it is, but here's some money. Yeah. That's oh, easily shit. $9 in oh. pennies. Oh, my God. Is that enough? I'm in the water. I'm in the water. Oh, John, you should tell your uh, log flume story. The what? Oh, the log ride. Yeah. 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 We developed this uh, thing one night and it was another thing where just like shipments used to come in. And at one point in time that we were on this like uh, ecstasy kick uh, for a while there. Kids, you know, we were young kids. Ecstasy. But, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but we had this, uh, we had this shitty old recliner. Uh-huh. 
in the house and uh you know we'd switch on black lights and you know music and shit like that and hardcore industrial and stuff and i don't know how we figured this out but we would sit somebody in the chair somebody would get behind the chair and start rocking it really hard and then we had a spray <laughs> bottle of water and you'd have to close your eyes and we'd stand in front of you and like when the chair went forward we'd spray you with the water which cooled you off but then my buddy Mike was like just rolling in the floor. Like, he's like, it's like a log ride. Um, you know, because you go forward and then the water would splash up on you. Wow. And uh, you know, all these lights flying by you. Somebody else is like twirling glow sticks. So, yeah, we just had these like Olympic type events that we would wow. do, you know. Oh. And and we would, we'd have wow. people over, you know, who, who partied, but like, wow. you know, didn't like do these <laughs> tripping Olympics that we did. Oh, well, yeah, things like putting, you know, with all sorts of tricks, like putting frozen towels in the freezer, you know, cause you get really hot, you know, you're wow. shirt, and it's like, you know, wrap it around your head really quick and, just cools you off instantly, and <laughs> so many people are just like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? Why? Why are you guys all in the shower?" <laughs> Wait, what? It's okay, we're wearing swimsuits, but yeah. It's cold in here. Right. And then a trampoline outside, and yeah, go away and turn the water back on. Yeah, but it was getting. I mean, we'd do you know, just like put flashlights and blankets and pop them up in the air at night and you know, stuff for the visuals and. I can remember one night getting a hold of some Liz and Jens and my dad, you know, still, and we were, and my dad knew that I partied, but probably not that hard, but it was like, we didn't have anywhere to go. We were in the middle of nowhere. I knew my dad was home and he was, you know, fairly cool. He used to be a minister, but he, you know, he gotten cooler and, and we were older and it's like, dad, I just have to tell you, I'm having some friends over. We are going to be taking some hallucinogens so <laughs> you told your dad that? oh yeah i oh had to because i was like it's like there's no way. well i was afraid that if i didn't tell him what we were doing because he knew things that you know like i smoked weed around swallowing and things like that he knew that yeah he knew i wasn't you know straight you didn't want to have to tell him in the midst of right it. <laughs> i didn't want him to like yeah. walk outside and we're like bouncing a beach ball on a blanket and you know, spraying each other with water bottles. <laughs> log ride, Dad. You want it's going to get weird. Yeah. Don't yeah, be mowing yeah. the grass with a lawnmower. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, nothing dangerous. What is that guy doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like, nothing dangerous. Don't worry. Nobody's going to, like, overdose or anything. You know, it's like, it's not that kind of thing. But you're definitely going to see some odd behavior if you're awake. Right. And he was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like wow. Okay, good. Because <laughs> yeah. so. it's happening. Yeah, I'd rather keep that in the dark. Yeah, we had already taken him. We thought he was going to leave, but he he didn't leave. And the only way we're not going to, you know, the only way we're going to have a good time is if we just tell him cool. like, yeah. that he's got to know what's going on. Yeah. Yep. And he was cool with it, and it was funny. Again, kids. We are not. <laughs> yeah, kids. We're not advocating any of this. <laughs> Wow. So it was hilarious. It was a great time, but don't do it. <laughs> right. We're not saying I know this is a family show, kids. This isn't, we're right. not telling you this. We're just saying what, it happened to us. But if you do, tell your dad. Right. If you do, tell your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the moral of all this story. Yeah. 
So you know what? Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of shit happening in Italy right now with the like Italian metal scene. I don't know if you guys are not up on the Italian metal. I know. Well, but see, that's the weird thing. There's this kind of like weird little scene happening there that mm-hmm. it happened in Argentina. Now it's in Italy. It's very cool. We're working with a bunch of Italian bands now. Like Wizard Master, Warco. Yeah. And there's 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 just like a Black Spell from there. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, there's a ton of like weird metal coming out of there right now. Yeah. How are you tapping into that? Because like I try to check out like international acts, but if you just like Google you know, Italian metal, it, or, you know, or Italian heavy metal music, you're going to get like right. advertisements, maybe scene videos of like an interview. Yeah. Kale can answer that. He found like Sonic Demon and Black Spell. Yeah. How do you tap into that? Some of these people contact us, but a lot of this stuff, I spend so much time on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. advertising for the label that. Once again, like we said, those fingers that are all over the place, you know, Mm -hmm. if somebody in another band likes something, a lot of times I'll check it out Mm -hmm. or I'll look at the people who like a certain project of ours and see who their friends are Mm -hmm. and then I'll investigate that. Yeah. Um, A lot of times I just stumble across this stuff and I don't know, I have a knack for finding all kinds of shit. He does. Yeah. That's how we find some of our guests, actually. I'll look and see, oh, who likes this episode? And uh, yeah. start to see, like, the common threads. And, ooh, you know, what What do you know? You know, so a lot of what we release is totally random. I mean, we try to get, like, a schedule together. Mm-hmm. But sometimes bands, you know, dissolve when we're talking to them. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've had a couple people pass away on us. So. Mm-hmm. Sometimes stuff doesn't get recorded. You know, sometimes there's a fucking pandemic. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> it's very difficult to get a schedule together and stick to it, you know. Sometimes there's a pandemic. Yeah. It's good that most of our bands, like we said, are friends of ours, basically, even though we haven't met a lot of them, and understand how difficult this can be to try to, like we were saying before, to keep track of all this stuff. Yeah. To organize it get it put out you know get distributors i mean there's just so much behind it yeah so to actually you know keep deadlines especially with vinyl pressing now yeah it's it's ridiculous you guys so basically most of our releases are completely random by how we just come across things yeah it's true there's really no rhyme or reason for any particular order or you know yeah. How do you find that a lot of guys find you? Category? Is it just, is it referrals? Some of it's word of mouth. Some of it we're not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of them are from weird countries like Uruguay and the Netherlands and yeah. Germany and Russia and all kinds of weird places <laughs> that it's almost hard to believe that they even know who we are, but yeah, we must be doing something right. Yeah. 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 I think you are. But I mean, some of them too are, are completely, I wouldn't say off base, but they're, they're not, they don't um, kind of jive with what we're doing. And I know we're kind of all over the place, but there are some things that, <laughs> that we're really not interested in releasing. You know what I mean? Um, right. You know, you're not going to see a country album on our label anytime soon or a boy band, you know, a mumble rapper or some shit. Yeah. There's some handsome lads. 
We danced in unison once, and you, you called it Well, you know, I saw that gig, so it just stuck. <laughs> What's this story? <laughs> we made it up. No, oh, okay. No story. Damn. Yeah. We got this uh, kind of a little showcase thing going on in Portland in September. We don't we don't totally know what's going on with all the COVID stuff, though. But there's nine nine Forbidden Place bands playing. Mm. At this club, yeah, out in Portland, and we've got our plane tickets. We're ready to go, but we don't know what's going to happen with all the COVID shit, you know. Yeah, strangely, that's been one of our bigger areas for bands is Portland, huh? And once again, that was totally random. Yeah, it yeah. was. Well, it's where Fuzz is. Yeah, the, uh, Spectrum Statics playing, uh-huh. Vanderwalls, Lagoon, Ghost Frog. Tigers on Opium. Oh, I love them. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Fox Madison. Fox Madison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie No Face. Yeah, yeah, I like them too. Yeah. and Scary Busey. I think that's all of them. Yeah. Cool. And some of those guys are from Bend. Mm-hmm. So it's not all necessarily Portland, but just that area is kind of a hotbed for apparently what we like. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, a weird town, but a cool town. Hey, so, did you plan this as like a a showcase, like a forbidden place showcase, or just the bands did? Oh, the bands did. Oh, that's cool. I think Juan was from Tigers on Opium. Yeah, Tigers on Opium. Juan yeah. did most of the work here so far, but yeah, they had the idea, and we were all about it. Obviously, smart man. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We had a forbidden fest a couple of years ago here in Dubuque. Um, on 2016, I believe it was. Yeah, and we've always wanted to do another one in a bigger city, but mm-hmm. obviously it's real difficult since we live in two different states. But right, um, this one just once again randomly came about and uh, should be pretty cool. Yeah, we're, we're hoping we can make it, and things aren't crazy and weird, you know, which they kind of are. They are in the world right now, especially the U.S. There's a lot of yeah. The Delta and all that variant thing going on. So, oh yeah, yeah. tell me about it. I mean, we're in Missouri, so yeah. You, I mean, if you've been looking at the maps, you know, uh, you yeah, know, I, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, oh my God, they're so fucking stupid here. Oh, no, awesome it's, it's, it's like ridiculous mm-hmm. what people are doing in Missouri. John and I were both posting, I think, the same article about in our hometown. In southern Missouri, people are literally like disguising themselves to go get vaccinated because of that. They don't want to get shit from people. Yeah. No, they don't want to be ostracized for getting vaccinated. Wow. So they're like telling the doctor, please don't tell anyone I was here. Right. They're covering themselves up when they go into the doctor's office huh? so people don't recognize them. Wow. It's that fucked up down there. It was Anderson Cooper. He's on CNN. Yeah, yeah. It was on CNN because I looked up the news and it was like, uh, saw up in the corner, there's Anderson Cooper interviewing this doctor. And up in the corner, it said West Plains, Missouri. And you got to understand, it's like, what, 8,000 people, Matt? 8, 10? Uh, it's more than that. It's more, it's closer to like 12, 13,000. 12, 13, still. I mean, it's small town. Yeah. It's the biggest city. It's the biggest city for 100 miles around. Right. Yeah. But it's not saying much because it's a very rural area, you know? It is, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're 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 going into doctors. Please don't tell anybody I've gotten this. I don't want my friends to know that I've gotten the vaccine. <laughs> wow, they're going to shame it's me. Missouri down there. Yeah, yeah, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, you never, 
never been politicized. You know, it's it's a medical thing. It's not political. It's just well, maybe it's political. Who knows? You know, we we recently saw this weird weird ass video. This guy's talking about creating the master class and then the the slave class, which is people that rely on the government because of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, weird ass shit. Who knows? It was a Canadian guy too. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, you know, he wasn't like a weird right-wing Trumper guy. He was like a Canadian guy. It was just bizarre. Yeah. But who knows? You know, I mean, I kind of feel like China has more to do with this than, you know. They, I mean, it escaped from a lab in China where they have COVID. I mean, I mean, did they fucking make it? I mean, w- did they make this thing? Or right, did I, somebody eat a bat and a fucking pangolin and, right, you know. Right. <laughs> and I'm all for getting to the bottom of it but sometimes you gotta like if you're stuck in the desert you gotta figure out how to get out before yeah. you figure out how you got yeah. there get yeah. a, get a drink of water you first. might not want to drink your piss but you're gonna have to <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah let's let's worry about the i mean like matt says let's worry about the hows and whys later let's worry about solving the fucking yeah. problem right now yeah and the thing that pisses me off here in missouri is just so many people like you know, we don't want mask mandates back, and God damn it, we want our freedom. Sure. It's like, you know, yeah, wouldn't it be nice if there was some sort of solution, like, I don't know, a vaccine? <laughs> and wearing your mask, yeah. right? If you'd have fucking done it. And, and what I'm reading now is, like, it's starting to look really bad yeah. for, like, the, the GOP in terms of, you know, 70% of the people are really fed up with the other 30% of the people who are screwing yeah. the rest of us yeah. over. Yeah. 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 I even checked that in uh, uh, Fox News the other day. You know, you know your enemy. Um, yeah, of course. Exactly. I'll, I'll yeah. go check out their website every once in a while. There were like two articles about COVID uh, and the entire thing, and one of them was just parents outraged that their kids might have to wear masks again. And but I was seeing a lot of people, and I really don't think they were plants, but they were people who were just like, well, a lot of them were just like elderly people from Florida who were like. Come on, guys! I'm seeing my friends dying left and right. This we're on the wrong side of this if we're going to politicize it. Yeah, come, let's get over it. Yeah, I mean all those things about government control and everything. You know, it, it happened. I mean, I believe that there are government conspiracies where they sure they. I mean, they've got to try to keep the, uh, people under control, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But before you even go there, Jesus Christ! I mean, you can see the data that heavily vaccinated areas are not being impacted by the variant as much as places where people are just refusing to get it. Yeah. I mean, your kids got to be vaccinated before you send them to school for measles and mumps right. and shit. So yeah, polio, everything. Else. It's like, and nobody makes a big deal about that. No. They just take their kids and get their shot and send them to school. So yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. And, and Republicans are saying, you know, we never used to politicize something like this in the past. No. And I mean, I'll admit my conspiracy theory is that just the fact that I don't think Donald Trump wanted it associated with his presidency whatsoever. No. Cause he didn't, he didn't want to take a hit. Um, he didn't want to deal with something he didn't know how to deal with. Yeah, that's true. Something he couldn't bully his way out of. Right. And it's just the best way to do then is just deny or blame, play it down. Act like it's not real. Act like it's not happening. Remember when, when the election's over, this is all just going to disappear. Yeah, right. Yeah. Democrats are just using this as a crutch. They're just right. It's all a ploy. If Biden wins, it'll all just go away. Go away. Yeah, no. Yep. Guess what? Hadn't gone away. <laughs> right. I mean, I wish I had a solution. I, I don't think log rides are going to help anybody. 
Um, (laughs) One thing I am on board with though is like, okay, if a job or a place cannot mandate that you give that, okay, I I know I'm not cool with the idea of mandating vaccines for people either. I think that's a bad idea. Right. However, for years we've been mandating drug testing for people. That's what I was just across this country. Yeah. Uh, Why not mandate? Whether you're symptomatic or not, why not mandate a test twice a week? And maybe these people will get so sick and tired of being stabbed in the brain with a Q-tip that they'll be like, fine, fuck it. If you can refuse right to service to anybody into your store, why can't you mandate who comes in and out? I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, honestly, I was thinking, like, cover anybody that gets their vaccination and they get COVID. If they've been vaccinated, you know what? We're going to cover you. We're going to take care of your expenses. If you've not been vaccinated, guess what? Bill's on you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. that's the only way to do them. Hit, hit them in the wallet. you got to wear a blinking hel- helmet light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So others can signify that you're that guy. <laughs> did you, a blink did you take your, your, <laughs> yeah. that might be a little did you take your google fiber this morning <laughs> i've got great internet right now okay <laughs> my cousin who is hardcore into it he just you know queuing on through his veins oh god had plans for uh when trump won all the liberals were gonna have to wear masks is like they're you know um their star of david <laughs> sort of thing right because that's 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 the way to go yeah that's the move wow the democrats and republicans as parties are fucked up yeah they're not the same as what they were it's no the line has been blurred so much we need to get rid of the two-party system that'll solve a lot of this problem we do i agree we need extra parties. I don't think it's a good idea to call like moral equivalency between well, the two. It's like a high school, you know, contest. I mean, do you want to vote for which jock? It's like, I don't want to vote right. for either of these fucking idiots. Right. Give me some more candidates. Right. If I'm going to have to vote between the two jocks, though, I'm going to vote for the one that has like the better grade point average. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Who actually seems like they because every now and there's a there's a smart jock and right. you know I'd rather vote for them than I'll the vote dumbass. for the one that doesn't kick my books out of my hands every fucking right day. right. <laughs> in, in other in, words, Biff from back. That one's not quite as big of an ass right. as the rest of them. It is. It's the party of Biff. That's a great analogy. Yeah, but still, you're picking from. You know, two people you don't really want. I mean, then you're not listening to the facts about what's going on in their policies. You're just picking lesser two evils. That's not the best way to pick leaders. Well, yeah, and and take it one step further and say, let's have a no-party system. Let's just have a candidate system. Exactly. And we don't need to spend millions of dollars on uh, a big campaign. Right. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your policies are and what you're going to do, and let's vote. We don't need to spend right. all this money on shit. Spending limits would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't need to spend twenty million dollars on a campaign. We could feed people with that and shit. I mean, let's, let's come on, fix some roads and yeah, shit. Yeah, they do that in other countries. Sure. And I mean, yeah. it would make much more sense just and even asking the question. Okay, so are you a Republican or are you a Democrat or are you Libertarian? You're obviously pigeonholing yourself. Exactly. You're obviously right. saying that you know. Okay, I. I'm, you know, I think everybody just say, I'm not a party member. I'm open to anything, just, but here's what I believe. So those party lines are just the fact, it's like, why would anybody, because things evolve and change. We should have learned that over the course of this last year. Yeah. Uh, Things can change so frequently 
and opinions should change as things change. Right. I mean, has Biden done what he, you know, said he was going to set out to do? I don't know. And I don't think most people do. What would, what did he say he was going to do? I don't know. No. He said COVID was going to go away. That didn't happen. Um, what else are we doing? Oh, yeah. Now we, we spent a bunch of money on a wall that's now sitting there doing nothing and it's unfinished. What was that all about? Right. I agree. <laughs> now what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> we got half a car made. Um, yeah. Are we going to finish that? Are we going to take it down? Or what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay to say, well, but, I'm, but, but I'm Republican. It's like, anymore. Yeah. I mean, we hear people too, just like one of my favorite uh, arguments is people talking about, just remember, the Republican Party is the one that abolished slavery under Lincoln. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing has changed in the last 150 years since they no. Not at all. Like anybody buys that shit. Yeah. Holy shit. They would lynch Lincoln if he were around today. Oh, sure. Wow. Even Reagan would be rolling over in his grave for for half the shit. Absolutely, that, that, that you know. This is why, this is why Jesus won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. This is out. my base. God, liar. <laughs> oh yeah, if Jesus did come back, they would string him up. Oh my oh, god, yeah. he'd be like my my following are total dicks. Mm. <laughs> He looks a little Arabic to me. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Looks kind of Middle Eastern. Eastern. He's a terrorist. <laughs> I don't want to be Judas. <laughs> no, I want to be Judas. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That'd be great. I don't know if we have. It's kind of sad that I think that two-party system just came out of the. I don't know that we have time. Yeah. Or pe- people, at least people perceive that we don't have the time. It's like, come on, you know. Yeah, we can't debate every little thing. We've got to get past this other party, all the shit that has been fucked up. All right, we've got to at least get right the ship a little bit before we can really have that conversation. Unfortunately, well, the two parties, like black and white, uh, you know, hot and cold. There's always going to be mm-hmm. a grind between those two things. They're never going to see eye to eye when there's just two. Right. That's why if you have an argument with somebody, you have to have that third person to overrule everybody. All right, well, I don't want to do it. You want to do it. What do you want to do, Bill? Right. If you don't have that other avenue, nothing gets solved. I I think it may be coming. It may not be exactly in the way that we're hoping, but it may be coming in that you really see like Donald Trump gearing up to start his own party. And there's going to be a fraction so that GOP is going to, you're going to get the people that realize science is real. Yeah. Yeah. That might still be more conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's going to, they're going to have a place. It's happened. The people can possibly think that the earth is flat really <laughs> just blows my mind. Yeah. Lots of them. Wow. Plenty. Of them. I mean, what in the hell is going on in your brain? Not much, obviously. Yeah. All the other, all the other planets are circles, but we're we're not. <laughs> right. We're, we're right. <laughs> like how much? How much evidence do you need that global warming actually happens? That there is climate change occurring yeah. right now? Don't use that it, word global. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, American change. Uh, yeah. You ever seen right. a globe? Uh, yeah. You ever seen a flat globe? Yeah, yeah that's a map. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of the funniest things I saw was like early on, like the, the FES, the Flat Earth Society, when they started their website. Wow. Was there's like, a, there's a Flat Earth Society? Oh, yeah. oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh my God. Go to the website. <laughs> go to the website. Go to the chat room sometime. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's like clown porn. There's anything yeah, out there. Exactly. But don't like, <laughs> don't get too involved. Just kind of observe. Just be a voyeur for it for a little bit, um, or else it'll really piss you off. And and but the funny thing is, what their slogan for a long time, somebody screen captured it was like, "Flat Earth Society has members all over the globe." <laughs> <laughs> that just oh uh, and like I saw somebody meme it like circled globe. You know, it's like come on, right? Come on. Come on. What would they call it? The sheet? <laughs> yeah, the sheet. The plate, right. The plate. <laughs> all over the plate. I want to see one of them run off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to learn, too, that, that that this has something to do. And I don't know. I don't know if it's the for some people. I think it's just deniability. And some people, I think it's they're anarchists. But a lot of that flat earth society is rooted in Christianity, apparently. Oh, wow. And they keep that veiled, like, not, like they don't talk about it. But it's no, like, it's not. You know, like the four corners of the earth and, you know, things that are written biblically about so that they're actually yeah. so like half of them are just lunatics. The other half are veiled Christians. Yeah. It's strange. It's mm. really strange. Wow. Yeah, there's some weird shit going on. <laughs> There he is. This is why we do music all the time. Yeah, it's an escape. It's a good distraction. Yeah. Exactly. So what's primarily taking up a lot of time for, uh, I hate to say taking up time, like it's a chore, but what's, uh, aside from well, the, uh, just, the show, just with Forbidden Place, what's uh, what's at the... Just waiting on vinyl to show up as usual. Yeah. Lots of CD releases coming in. Just trying to tie up the end of the year. Obviously, vinyl pretty much to get pressed this year is about done. Besides the ones we have in process, it's just not possible right now to get them out fast enough. Yeah. Shipping's still a big issue. Just getting impressed. Yeah. Yeah, just getting impressed. Mm. It's about double the time it used to be. Yeah. Mm. If there's no problem with the test dressing or files or artwork or any other. Yeah, no matter where we go, it's like nine months for vinyl. It's just not. Wow. It's not realistic to put out stuff. I mean, you really have to order everything at once. It's just, it's kind of, it's really hard to manage right. that, yeah. you know. So we're just trying to get a schedule together that we can kind of try to stick with. Yeah, I can remember like reading in like circus magazine you know when i was a kid where like a band like molly crew or something would talk about yeah we just finished up our album last week and uh should be uh you know shipping out cds here in about three or four days <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, to record yeah. Yeah. it's like wow the you know what they must have had behind them for to make that happen yeah but even now big label acts are having a problem with that too but they just you know yeah. Yeah. well here's the thing with that though you know like what happens is he's, for instance, Jack White, you know, he opened third man pressing. I think it's in Michigan, Detroit, around Detroit. Nashville. Oh, it's in Nashville. Yeah, okay. Nashville. Oh, cool. So, you know, he opened that, but I looked and he's like, he's like pressing Beyonce records and the new hmm. Bob Dylan record, hmm. you know, and, and he is like, so these major, major la uh, labels are coming into these plants and shutting them down for uh -huh. any independent people like Kale and I. Yeah. 
totally pushes us back. We're doing 250, 300. You'd think they just cranked those out, but instead they put those on the background. I see. The vinyl comeback probably had something to do with that. Like, I'm sure a lot of vinyl operations went down, and now that it's coming back, holy shit, we don't have the facilities for it. I read the other day that the demand is twice what they can produce in a year. That's crazy. I mean, now they're doing, like, Disney-colored vinyl box sets of, like, you know, fucking Fantasia or something. Who Who's listening to this shit? No shit. Uh, my kids aren't listening to it. Little kids aren't listening to it. I, I wouldn't think parents are listening. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's buying this shit? Couldn't get out of the pressing plant with that crap. <laughs> right. Well, and that was the thing with Third Man, too, is it's like when he bought that, it was one of just a few because vinyl was going out. It was like one of a few pressing plants left. Yeah. And when you go down there to Nashville, because like we, we were traveling through, we were going to South Carolina. I was like, I'd like to stop and check this out. But when you go there, it's really not like a, I mean, it's not like a 3M factory by any means. It's like a, a big pole barn building. Hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's like what you would expect. Uh, oh, I don't know a little veterinary supply company or something to be, it wasn't that, I mean, God, it was maybe, you know, yeah. 300 feet one way. Yeah. Maybe 150 feet the other way. Um, and the shop itself was probably no bigger than like the downstairs of my house. Oh, wow. It's, it's not like the angles that they put out in videos and shit like that. So it's like, yeah, but it, it just, like he said, it's, it's one of the last places left. Yeah, I think I think his deal was he bought one of those machines and they were one of the last ones left. Uh, and what, and but really, Third Man Records, it's really it's unassuming. It's just this little kind of spot in an industrial area outside of Nashville. Yeah, you wouldn't think it was. I mean, we pulled up there even. And was like, am I in the right place? You know? Wow. Yeah. Very very small merch section. Everything. Jack was cleaning the bathroom. Well, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't there that day. Yeah. Of course. I'm sure he's not there any day. What? Unless there's a photo op. Uh. <laughs> yeah, vinyl is a bit of a challenge right now, but... Yeah, it is. Cassettes are coming back. Cassettes are. Yeah, yeah. cassettes are coming back. CDs still sell pretty good. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. doing a lot of tapes next year, I think. More so than... Nice vinyl. People really seem seem to dig them. So yeah, yeah, I dig them. Yeah, and we're working on our you know merch. Yeah, stuff. We're trying to become a little more, um, you know, expand a little bit and do, do more with diversify. Yeah, diversify. Yeah, for sure. Diversify your bonds. Yeah, yeah, that's cool stuff. Well, we just have all these crazy artists yeah. that are doing stuff, you know. So it's right on. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in and get done. Because with our artists, we pay for everything too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So me and Tony got to physically come up with all this money to do all this shit. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Yeah, which can be challenging sometimes, but you know, we we make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's fuck. I mean, Jesus, I, I don't know how you could keep up with it all. Yeah, my hat's off. That's got to be a brutal thing to do. I'm sure it's a, you know, passion thing. Yeah. But that doesn't make it easy. Yeah, it is a passion. Yeah. In closing, anything else, man, you guys want to uh, push? Of course, the, the new merch, uh, yeah. Spider and Bat. Spider and Bat, yep. Yeah, we made, Tony just made a new link tree you can find on Tony's Forbidden Place uh, Instagram. That's got links to Spider and Bat. 
links to our distro, uh, Shiny Beach, Clear Spot in the Netherlands, where our European fans can get stuff. Nice. Um, links to all our Twitters, band camps, all that shit. Good. All in one nice little spot. Yep. Good deal. Right on. All right, man. You know, we'll, we'll keep staying in touch, of course. Yeah. I got to say another, another big head off to you, man. Everybody I know has ever worked with you. So these guys are great to work with. Oh, that's great. Um, that's great. If you are looking for a label that's doomy and rocks ass, uh, please check out Forbidden Place Records. For sure. Love talking yeah. to you guys, man. Yeah, enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Had a great time. Had a great time. Love to have you back. For yeah. sure. We'll stay in touch. We'll see as things develop what's going to happen. Sounds good. But everybody, thanks for listening to Undetermined the Podcast. Uh, Tony Kale from Forbidden Place Records. Thanks for coming on. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. Till next time. Have a good night, everybody. All right. Till next time. See you later. Bye.